Hi, I'm Eves, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that uncovers history one day at a time. Today is February 8th, 2019. The day was February 8th, 1887. U.S. President Grover Cleveland signed into law the Dawes General Allotment Act. Before the Dawes Act was passed, Native American tribes controlled their reservation lands. But with this new policy, lands that were held in common by tribe members would now be divided among individual Native Americans. The intent behind the Dawes Act was for Natives to be responsible for their own farms and become what the U.S. government considered upstanding members of American society. Because of the law, Native Americans would become U.S. citizens who were subject to U.S. laws, and the government would no longer have to tend to its tribal relations so carefully. Another major goal of the act was to transfer tribal lands to white Americans. The act called for any lands not allotted to Natives to be put up for public sale, with the money made from the sale going toward tribal education. Many non-Natives thought that the assimilation of Native Americans into white society would be a benefit for Natives. If they abandoned their tribal ways of life, then Natives would be civilized and saved from their own barbarity. But Native Americans didn't really reap many benefits from this process of assimilation. The Dawes Act is named after its chief author, Senator Henry Dawes from Massachusetts. Dawes believed that when people owned property, it could help civilize them and convince them to accept the laws of the government. So the senator sponsored the Dawes Act. The act said that heads of household would get 160 acres, or 65 hectares. Single adults and orphans would get 80 acres, and children would get 40 acres. At first, married women weren't given any land, though the law was later changed to assign equal allotments to all people. Tribe members were given four years to select the land they wanted, and if they didn't do so within the specified time, the government would make the selection for them. The Dawes Act also said that the U.S. would hold the allotted land in trust for 25 years, and only then would the full title to the land and U.S. citizenship be granted to the Native American. The idea was that during this 25 years, the tribe member in charge of the allotment would get accustomed to owning and farming the land and stray further from their traditional communal way of life. And Section 8 of the Act specified territories and tribes that would not be affected by the law, which included tribes in Indian Territory, which is generally the area of the central United States, the Oklahoma Territory, reservations of the Seneca Nation of New York, and a strip of territory in Nebraska. But the U.S. created the Dawes Commission in 1893 to convince the so-called Five Civilized Tribes, or the Cherokees, Creeks, Choctaws, Chickasaws, and Seminoles, to give up their land and partition it into individual allotments. And in 1898, 
the U.S. passed the Curtis Act, which allotted land to tribal members in exchange for abolishing their tribal governments. The act required natives to claim membership in one tribe and register on the Dawes Rolls to receive their land allotment. Today, many people insist that proponents of the Dawes Act truly thought the law would be good for the welfare of Native American people. Critics say the act was mainly a greedy land grab. Either way, the Dawes Act did more harm to Native Americans than it did good. The Dawes Act and later extensions of the act broke up communities and separated Natives from many of their cultural practices. Many tribe members were not interested in agriculture and living a sedentary life and weren't equipped with the knowledge, money, or supplies to do so. Much of the land Native Americans had been allotted was arid and semi-arid desert that was not suitable for farming. Sometimes children inherited land that they couldn't farm because they were away at boarding school. Many of the allotments lost value because of bad lease arrangements and tax foreclosures. And the 1906 Burke Act gave the Secretary of the Interior the authority to deem Native Americans competent or incompetent of handling affairs for their allotment. So the government had the power to sell allotted lands. As a result, many Natives had their land taken or sold their land to white buyers. The Dawes Act remained effective until 1934, when the U.S. Indian Reorganization Act, or the Wheeler-Howard Act, ended the land allotment policy and allowed tribes to organize their self-governments again. But by then, Native American tribes had already lost a ton of their land and natural resources. They went from owning 155 million acres in 1881 to 48 million acres in 1934. And even though the allotment process ended nearly a century ago, Native Americans in the U.S. today still feel its effects. I'm Eves Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little bit more about history today than you did yesterday. You can subscribe to This Day in History class on Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you here in the same place tomorrow. Tomorrow.